Get your shakers ready. Pop the hopper. What are you doing? Hey, Jude. Don't make it bad. Marty has it in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it fell on the floor and then he likes to pick up buttons and then I had to wrestle him for it. But we had fun. Welcome everyone to the Halloween 2019 extravaganza. It's me, Megan Rapino. And best soccer player in the world as voted by FIFA. Really? For yeah, for the women's Congratulations. Team. Thank you so much. It, it was a it was a long season for me, but we made it through and happy to be a part of the team. And I'm <laughs> a Halloween a Halloween spirit. Just a spirit that comes around during Halloween. I <laughs> live in a jack o' lantern. And I look like this. Yes. And it, I cry black tears because I'm so sad. It's very important that you go see the uh, YouTube version of this episode because otherwise you really won't know what one is. Yeah, I could say whatever the fuck I want. I'm the Loch Ness Monster right now. Yes, but I'm Megan Rapino, obviously. Obviously. Um, like, who else wouldn't know? You know, two-time World Cup champion. Got my Nikes on. Get your... F- oh, God. <laughs> I was like, let me see you put it down. <laughs> really happy to be here. Um, so this is podcast from Planet Weird, if you didn't know. What a weird episode to be starting on. Look, I did my ears. I put makeup on them so they would blend with the rest of my face. Juan's really happy about my the makeup. He did his own makeup. I'm not saying that I'm a great makeup artist, but you get what you get. So if you are new here, we're Juan and Sarah, and every week we talk about a Disney Channel original movie. Sometimes. or related disney movies or a lack thereof old 90s 2000s movies you get it something you watch when you were a kid yeah something you watch when you were an adult or the miracle season yeah and it just makes you cry or something that you just watched because you were so sad so uh so horny this (laughs) this week we are rounding out our halloween uh spooktacular our monstober october month what's built here (laughs) we're rounding it out with um the final installment of the halloween town series although no one acknowledges it it's return to halloween town could you imagine if they made a fifth halloween town and it was called return to halloween town and just completely like disregarded yeah they just call it revenge of the halloween town you know how Revenge to Halloween Town. Remember how Return of the Jedi was originally called Revenge of the Jedi? Revenge of the Jedi. And then they changed it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would not like if it were Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> Could you imagine? Anyways, um, so we're going to be talking about Return to Halloween Town. We don't have a ton to say about this movie, but I think you're going to like what we do have to say. Um, 
because most of you, like us, um, have problems with this movie. Um, before we get into it, though, I do want to say uh, we did get some more mail from Natalie. I have her right here. What the fuck? And I just want... I don't know if we're supposed to open it on the podcast, but... Did I tell you guys how I stole post-stitch from the... From the you told me. Okay, so... He we... stole stamps from the post office. I didn't... No, okay. I did... Okay. Someone bought them, left them there, and I just took them. Because why not, right? They're going to just throw them away, I guess. Should I read this? What does it say? Okay. Let me read it. You don't read. I can read. I'm learning. You don't have your glasses. Ghosts can't read. Ooh. 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 That's what ghosts sound like when they're reading. Aggie and Halloween time one. Ooh. All right, you read it. Great. Um, it says, hi, podcast from Planet Weird. This is from Natalie. Reminder, it's from Natalie, the Natalie that um, you all know and love from the tweets and the Natalie that uh, we saw in Disneyland. Okay. Hi, pod- podcast from Planet Weird. Here are some copies of the photos we took in Disneyland. There are double copies for Sarah and Juan. Some extras to disperse between Frankie and Gerard. Oh, wow. I had so much fun. Hopefully our pads cross again. I'm sending these photos, sending the photos in their own envelope because I think it's fun to get personalized mail and send it out. LOL. Happy spooky holidays, Natalie. Yay! Can I keep the envelope? Natalie sent us... This is... She sent us a card already as well. Like Oh, she sealed the fuck out of it. Oh, I have scissors. Oh, I, no. Everything fell. I can't bend my body or else my jack-o'-lantern... Yeah. Looks like it doesn't have a nose. Why don't you let the FIFA player of the year handle this? How dare you? Is that how you open a vanilla envelope? A vanilla? <laughs> what are they called? Manila. Why? I don't know. Does it have to do with the city in Indonesia? Oh! Walgreens! Any money in here? Oh, this is also sealed. Oh, she made sure this is like a... Everything's sealed. Indiana Jones. In the jungle. Hope everyone... uh, Hold on, is opening that. Hope everyone's having a good Halloween. Sorry that this episode is coming out on Halloween and not the Monday before, but we've been super busy and we're recording this the Monday that it should have technically come out, so. Oh! Was I even in the Feet pics. Oh, I do remember this. Let me look. This is when we were all high. <laughs> this photo! The kids are crashing. This is everyone, and this is me. Oh, cute. Oh, that's cute. Me and the panic that was that. That's cute. That's us looking. Look at this girl posing in the back. <laughs> this is us um, looking at like the, like the Dia de los Muertos section. Basically, the section where they should have had Coco characters but in Disneyland, but they didn't. That's that. Oh, are these all the doubles? <gasps> There's looking? something back here. Oh, it's just a sticky note. <laughs> What's in the sticky note? Nothing. Why is it there? It's probably oh, to, to separate the the copies. Yes. To label, yeah. Hi. You crazy. There are so many of us looking high as fuck. Love that. Oh. I was like, which shoes are mine? It's these ones. It's these to the left. <laughs> Who dis? 
Who's standing next to us? Do you have one of us looking oh, high? Cute. Yeah, I do. Okay, there's this one. Good, we can send... There's three of these. <laughs> we can send these out, too. These are for Frankie and Gerard. Let's cut these up and make them into a and collage. And for this person in the back. We'll send them... These are for Frankie and Gerard because they're in these ones. He, Gerard's not in that one. But Frankie is. But do you have one of those? Yes. Oh, okay. We should send Frankie all of these because then he'll... Collage he'll just them. cut them up and collage them, yes. Thank you, Natalie. Wait, why are there three of these? You ask her? I don't know. I didn't do this. Natalie, why are there seven of these? Because it's cute. It's me eating... Oh, I was... Was I waiting for my ice cream? Oh, no, I was eating my cone. I was like, why isn't there a big scoop? Tony 2012. Ice cream. Yeah. Cute. Disneyland pics. Anyways. I just... I love the state of panic in your eyes on this one. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Thank you, Natalie. We love that. Stop. Um... Anyways. It's so hot. Are we ready to get into um, Return to Halloween Town? Do you have anything else you want to say on this Halloween day? Be safe. That's for the end. We'll save that for okay. the end. Alright, let's get into Return to Halloween Town, okay? Okay. Return to Halloween Town. Tell me what year it came out, Juan. 2008. You think? Yes. It came out in 2006. Fuck! October 20th, 2006. It is the fourth and final installment in the Halloween Town series. In the sequel, Marnie Piper. <laughs> okay. And her brother Dylan Piper go to Witch University to attend college in Halloween Town. While at college, dark forces try to control her magic. This is the only Halloween Town film not to feature Kimberly J. Brown. Rest in peace. She's not dead. She's just as missing. Marnie Piper. On this day we gather to meet. Is that a, the scissors? Is a Ouija Marnie Piper. What's this called? If you're here, what? What that that part of the Ouija board? Oh, look at that. Ask Nicole. She always knows. Anyways, fuck. In addition, okay, so it didn't have Kimberly J. Brown, as we know. Is this dusty? Probably. <laughs> In addition, Emily Roski did not reprise her role as Sophie Piper. This film also makes the Halloween Town series one of the first Disney Channel original movies to it's produce. A flop. To produce a fourth installment. Should <laughs> they really? The premiered scored 7.5 million viewers. The DVD was released August 26th. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Juan A planchette. Juan texted Nicole, like I said. And she immediately says, planchette. 
Can you reply, I love Kate Planchet? <laughs> the DVD was released August 28, 2007, but probably no one bought it. This movie was written by... Say that was my joke, and I couldn't type it because I'm talking. Don't take credit for my jokes. This movie was written by Max Ensko, Annie DeYoung, and Paul Birnbaum. Um, reminder that Paul Birnbaum did work on the first film, I do believe, because it says um, characters by Paul Birnbaum and John Cooksey and Ali Matheson. So The movie was um, directed by David Jackson. David Jackson, who uh, you might know from directing uh, some episodes of Smallville. Maybe even some episodes of Charmed. Maybe even some episodes of One Tree Hill or The Cape. The Cape. <laughs> the Cape. <laughs> okay, go on. And he, of course, directed the Disney Channel original movie. Buffalo Dreams. He did Buffalo Dreams and then fucked this up. The movie... Has a running time of 88 minutes, and it's the first movie to premiere on Disney Channel that's under 90 minutes. That feels like 300 minutes. That says it right It was right under here. 90 minutes? It's, so 80, it's what, 88 minutes. Oh, I was like, what was it, 45? Because it should have been. Serving the tea, piping hot one. Scalding. Do you think there's any trivia for this movie? I don't want there to be. Why? It probably will be because it'll probably tell us why Marnie wasn't ro- roasted. I can, t- I can tell you why she wasn't in this film. Tell us why. Settle the air. <sighs> I've said this, I said this in our, in one of our Halloween Town episodes in the previous years. Cute. But Kimberly J. Brown, according to her YouTube channel, she did a Q&A where she answered this question. And she... Wanted to do this film. <gasps> Why are you... You're surprised, but I told you this. Keep going, keep going. Cut to the clip of me telling Juan this. I don't recall. So she wanted to do the film, but Disney decided to go another way. <gasps> what? And they recast. And suddenly we have Sarah Paxton. Now, I love Aquamarine... We all watched Darcy's Wildlife. No, we didn't. We all love Sleepover, which Sarah Paxton was in. And we all love the um, short-lived WB sitcom Greetings from Tucson, in which Sarah Paxton had had a starring role. Greetings from Tucson. But we do not want her in this film. And I don't... It's not her fault. It is. It's Disney's fault. She really, she just took a job. And didn't do her best at it. I'm sure she knew that people would be mad. I'm sure the cast, like the rest of the cast, was uncomfortable. I would hope so. The OGs. And I'm sure that she knew that she wouldn't be able to play it in the same way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I mean, when I say I'm sure, I have no idea if she's talked about this at all. I am sure. I am mom. But 
I would assume that she knew that she wouldn't be able to play Marnie the same way, so she just did it in her own style. I'm assuming it was... The worst style. It just feels like when I'm watching a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode and then they, you know, suddenly it's a new Fresh Prince mom. Where did the mom go? I never noticed. Oh. Or it feels like I'm watching an episode of Boy Meets World and one minute Topanga's dad is one of the monkeys, the band The Monkeys. Oh, I was like... And then the next episode... It's not him. I'm going to tell you this And now. then... I'm falling asleep. <laughs> um, anyways, one, here's some trivia for you. It's going to blow your goddamn mind. Let's go. Sarah Paxton wore a brunette wig during production. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say. You can't say. <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, look, this is the first trivia fact. Kimberly J. Brown has publicly stated her disappointment with the recasting of her role for unknown reasons, even though Brown was fully a bit... Oh. Sorry. Even though Brown was fully available for the shoot, for unknown reasons, the role was passed over to Sarah Paxton. Hmm. Neat. Um, I don't care about that. Um, let's see. Debbie Reynolds, Judith Hogue, and Joey Zimmerman are the only individuals to appear in all four Halloween Town films. Yeah. Okay. But Debbie Reynolds is barely in this. Um, so, yeah, I don't care about that. Okay. T. 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 This is Millicent Martin was originally cast to replace Debbie Reynolds as Agatha Cromwell due to scheduling conflicts. When Reynolds' schedule cleared up and she was able to return, Martin's role was reworked into a new character. Oh, was she? That's probably Periwinkle. No wonder she was like, she had her mannerisms yeah, so like the grandma. Like I was like, what the fuck? She was single white femaleing her. Interesting. Anyways, um, so, yes, this movie, like I said, I mean, I wrote this down in my notes that, like, I'm sure the cast, like, Dylan and the mom and the grandma, Aggie, I'm sure they were uncomfortable with the fact that Marnie was recast. Imagine, like, doing three movies together and then suddenly the main person's gone I'm sure Demi Reynolds was pissed. That's why she was like, cut my role in half. She said, I'm barely in this. Is this movie? I mean, we'll get into it here. Um, I took maybe the least amount of notes I've ever taken on a film. How much? I took two. I took one. Two, three pages. I took one and a half. But reminder that I have to um, take note on the plot. Why isn't this fucking closing? Maybe stop holding Kimberly J. Brown. I in your won't. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it the whole episode, and you can't stop me. You're committed, I guess. Okay. My first note for this movie is some prophecy shit. I don't know. Literally, the exact same thing that's happening right now. Happens not even 10 minutes into the movie. 
literally 10 minutes later in the movie, we get... She is the one we've been waiting for. Yeah, literally verbatim. I want to say that that man is the same man um, from Eden Welcome, Steven Summerly. <laughs> Why is his voice echoed and made louder in this movie? What is the point? We should probably say that we left off... We should say a couple things. We left off in Halloween Town High mm-hmm. with um, both worlds living in harmony. But, like, for reals this time. Living with harmony. Living with Fifth Harmony. New They're... sitcom coming to ABC this this fall. Ew. Um, because in this, at the end of the second one, it was like they opened the portal, but there was still some tension. Mm-hmm. There was still some, like, what are we going to do? There was some tension. But at this one... At the end of the ho- the third Halloween town. They said, let let go and get, let them have they it. They said, immigrants are welcome here. They said, Mr. Gorbachev. Poop on this wall. So, at the beginning of this one, it's mentioned later on. <coughs> it's mentioned later on that um, all of the... Not you want to take of- a sip of water? <laughs> Oh, wait, you poured it all into my drink because you were too lazy to go get me some. That was me being nice, bitch. Um, Also, it's because I'm breathing in all the chemicals from my hair. Maybe take care of yourself first and then me. Put the air flow on on yourself first and then the baby. I am baby. What? On an airplane. I know, but you're not baby and you never will be. I, what? Why would I be baby? Goo goo gaga, bitch. It said later on that, so we have this witch university, which we've never heard of before in the Halloween Town series. Completely out of nowhere, what the fuck. But it said that because the portal is open, that a lot of people from Halloween Town went to school in the mortal world. Which we don't get at all in the mortal world reflected. Yeah. Um, Also, what kind of legislature have passed? Well, before we really dive in, I wanted to get your history with the movie, if you have any. Watched it once. How mad were you? Why did we... I was fuming. I was absolutely fuming. It's interesting. It's such bullshit that we did watch it, though. It's like we, we had, had to. to. Watch it. We had to. Cause I it... could have gone my whole life without watching this movie again. But we thought we had to because it's like Halloween Town and they had everyone but Marnie. We had to give it. We had to do this for you. We had to do it for Debbie Reynolds. For fucking you. For her memory. One... If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that Juan has not wanted to do this episode and has said that we should just skip this movie altogether. If we all just collectively maybe we ignore should've. it. Maybe you're all going to hate this episode because it's just us being very negative about this movie. Or sleepy. True. I'm um, tired. That's my actual Halloween costume. If I take off this jacket, I'm just tired. Yeah, I definitely uh, watched it when it came out. But I was not pleased. I was very upset with everything Call about the it. manager upset. Yes. Uh, that was actually when I cut my hair. Oh, God. Was, I actually pulled it out from anger. And it grew to that height? <laughs> grew to was that I height. a baby one? Hey, was I a baby in 2006? Your hair grows back. No. Not when you pull it out from anger. Your hair still grows back. No. How does it not grow back? Because you pull it out from anger. And what the anger caps it and just never mm-hmm. lets the root grow back? Yeah. Are you bald? So there's some prophecy shit. And nice helmet. I know. It's so crunchy. 
It's literally if I can ASMR. No, you have to go like. Wait, don't do touch it. I don't trust you. Don't. If it fell off your head, it would stay in the same shape. That's all I'm saying. If it fell off my like head, if I could why just would it? And pick it up, it would retain its shape. <sighs> okay, so Marnie. <laughs> it's not her. Marnie. I'm telling her. Is cleaning her closet and go. She's cleaning it with magic because she's. A magic. Okay, so here's the fucking tea. Okay, so she's cleaning out her closet with magic, and her mom walks in and she's like, Why are you using magic in the house? I thought we were over this. I thought we were over this bullshit in the third I one. I know. Everyone's out of character in this movie. Like, they literally they threw Marnie in this weak little bitch mode, and then they made the mom, like, revert back to, like, I hate I'm gonna magic. research the writers more. Keep talking. Um, And so, yeah, so, like, she's cleaning out her closet with magic. Her mom walks in and she's like, Yada, 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 some bullshit, some bullshit. Um, why magic, yada, yada, yada. Then this is when we also find out that Sophie is fucking gone. She gone. Where is she? Who the fuck knows? Someone in the reviews completely was just like, why did they not just make Sophie the lead in this movie? That's what I've always said. I said this in a previous episode. That like, she should have been... Did I write that review? Maybe I did. Like, it would have been cool if Marnie had just been in college. And then Sophie's like... Well, Marnie's not here to help. Let me do it. Yeah. Or if you, like, really want to explore this college thing, just, like, wait and then have Sophie go to college. Or do a Sophie movie and then go back and everyone's in college. And, she like, Marnie's, like, like, supreme witch. Um. So the writer of this movie, Max Ensko, he's one of many writers, but he also did... um. Uh, Johnny, I was about to say Halloween Town back on board. Johnny Kapahala back on board is what I meant to say. Um, and he wrote an episode of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. And something for the wonderful world of Disney. But I don't know what it is. I can't. I can't. Oh, maybe I can. No. Oh, no, this just says... This is the next episode of Wonder- Wonderful World of Disney is Tuesday, November 5th. Right. This is 1995 through 2019. Great. But this doesn't still happen. Maybe it does. You don't know. Barbara, maybe they brought it. Is this Angelina Jolie? This. What's going on? You're getting distracted. I'm sorry. Well, from what? Some bullshit that happened in this movie? Oh my god. Anyways. So after this bullshit closet scene, we find out that like... Well, one... Oh, I scratched off all of my makeup. Um, <laughs> We find out that one, Sophie's not in this movie because she's traveling the witchverse or some shit like that with her grandma. Grandma Aggie is not if... Very she little if not, not at all in this movie either. Debbie Reynolds phoned it in and good... She literally had three lines. She shouldn't have even shown up for this. She does have a scene right now in the kitchen where she's in a pot. She was on the pot. She was shitting. (laughs) And then she has another scene later on where she's in the castle, like fucking help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, full throttle. Did she, was she that person? She just shows up and is like, I can't, I'm fading away. 
Oh no, I have to go find your sister. Bye. Team Rocket's blasting off again. Truly. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we get. By the way, when I, so another writer, Annie DeYoung, also worked on 16 Wishes, Princess Protection Program, Girl vs. Monster, no. Johnny Capahara, I already Black don't Robert, trust her. Starstruck. Some good stuff, though. But I guess it it's their writing partners, because like everything else yeah, they've they worked on together. The, the Giglios... The Dodrios? Um, ew. Pizza My Heart. Point is, I wasn't uh, thrilled with the writing in this film. But we'll get to that. Because we don't have a ton to say. We're really just going to breeze through this here. Because I didn't even write some of the plot notes down. Anyways, we get this kitchen scene. <laughs> You're like not even on track. And I'm sleepy. Um, we get this whole fucking kitchen fiasco, and it's very confusing because the mom makes it seem like n- like you're not allowed to do magic, and everyone's still shocked that magic is a thing. When if there's monsters running around, you would fully think that like, oh, magic, everyone does it, chill the fuck out now. But like, that's still not the case, I guess, with this mom because she got reverted back seventeen movies. Um. Yeah. So Marnie. Oh, and then we find out that Marnie got into which you, which you, because Grandma Aggie says congratulations, Marnie, and the mom gets pissed. Mom is mad because she didn't know, and she so. didn't want her to go. She wanted to go to actual university so she could get the money. Mm-hmm. Um, What's Halloween Town's currency? I said vampire teeth. I said that scene when she says "woohoo" at the hologram university. <laughs> Did you remember that? Oh my god. She's looking at the university like in hologram form and she just goes, woohoo. Woo-woo. That's her being excited for college. Um, Dylan and Marnie leave. Um, so um, Dylan's like, at first it's like, oh, he's helping her get like set up there. But then you later find out that he's you also wanted a enrolled. twist. Yeah. Because we find out mom is like, she can go if you go. Yeah. Which also, and then I guess he does end up skipping a grade, and so now they're in the same grade level. That was a weird plot device. They ne- they somehow needed them to be. This is also why it doesn't make sense. Like, okay, he's smart. He just immediately j- j- skipped a grade. That wouldn't make sense though, because if it's her senior year, it would have had to have been his senior year as well. You can't skip senior year. Maybe you can't. Who the fuck? Um, we we see Benny again. He takes them um, to the witch you to which university in Halloween Town. I do have to say, Halloween again, Town looks way better than the second movie. Well, it just looks a little bigger, but not even like it's a it's one street. It's still like not explored ever as much as the first film. Yeah, but um, we see. Benny and it's a new voice. It's like they recast the whole goddamn movie. Did we even care about this one? Maybe his voice Disney? actor died. I doubt it. Um. So we get to which university? Where um, Marnie says hello, university, and I said Kimberly J. Brown would have never said that. She would have said, "Wow, wow." There's just so much that like it's like that's not Marnie. You're we not, get it. You're not Marnie. You're just not. Um, we meet Silas Sinister. We see him. Yeah, and then he, we get his whole speech again. 
She is the chosen one, the one we've been looking for. The prophecy will be fulfilled. She is the one. Yes. Um, and... Oh, there's a bunch of like... Okay, so this is also why people are complaining that this movie looks cheap. You know what it is? It's the con- it's the it's the background characters, because we get women with stockings, and a and a nose that isn't even the same skin color as her skin. We get. Luckily, we don't get party city, car people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the costumes just for the background characters look so cheap. Okay, here's my least. Uh, we're getting to my least favorite part of the movie, and that's just any scene with Ethan. Because here's the deal. Ethan, played by Lucas Grubiel, as seen in Halloween Town High. That was his introduction. I'm taking right? this off. Oh, no. Bye, pumpkin. Halloween Town High. Ethan Dalloway. Ethan's character. How would you describe Ethan's character in Halloween Town High? Bitch. Yeah, he was like a little... Narc. Like a conniving little bitch boy. Yeah, he was a little, like, narc, a little spy, and he was also very, like... Nowhere did he show romantic interest to anyone. That's true, and also very, he was just very, like, weak and, like... Yeah, spineless. Yeah, like, he, like, remember he couldn't stand up to his dad. He was like, you said you weren't gonna hurt Mm -hmm. anybody. Yeah. And suddenly in this movie, he's so confident. And so, like, about Marnie. And so about Marnie, and, like, when she sees him, she's like, oh. When, like, wh- I'm watching a completely different movie. Which is funny because Morning has never had feelings towards any boy in any movie. Except for Mr. Buddy Buddy. What happened to him? Co- Dappy? What happened to Dappy? Yeah. Yeah, Cody from Halloween Town High. What happened? Completely, like, not even, like, talked about. Of course not. They ended up to get, I mean, I guess they could have broken up, but they could have been, like. Yeah dropped it in also and then and then we get introduced to fucking yes oh my god i fucking hate this not even a real fucking name they couldn't even give him a nickname like fart something (laughs) fucking flatulence i don't know google google gaga girl girl sludge like it's fully like some weird fucking noises it could have easily been luke it fully could have just been luke and we would have all been like neat if they were going to, like, that would have made sense if they were going to have, like, oh, this university. It's like, you know who you see in university? People you, like, went to school with or, like, grew up you with. You run or, into like, them once and then you never see them again. You run into people. So, like, the like, universe fully fucking takes them away from you. What if she, like, ran into Luke? What? That, what then? What like, if? like how they did in, like, the second one where she's like, oh, hey, hey. And he's all gray. Yeah. Like, why... And he could have been as ugly as Gurgle Sludge over there. <laughs> well, I don't know whatever his name is. But they could have brought Luke back and that could have been interesting. Yeah. But they didn't. Of course. They did not. Yeah. Now we just have fucking snotty nows. But I just hate Ethan. His character is so different and like it doesn't make any sense why he's so confident and why this love love interest He's really just so there to forth. explain the hierarchy of what's happening. He's just there for an explainer tool. It just... Because along with him, we get the Sinister Sisters. If we were going to get anyone, why didn't we get Natalie? No one likes Natalie. I liked her. She was a troll. Oh, I didn't care for her. Okay. Anyways, okay. So we meet the Sinister Sisters and what I called not Tony Shalhoub. His name is Grog. But I wrote down not Tony Shalhoub. 
So oh, yeah. this is where we find out you can't use magic at school. And we are wondering why. And this is just such bullshit because then everyone's like, well, you can just don't get caught. And it's like, why are you introducing these rules? I just get so frustrated. Like, I get it because it like leads to like the box and everything and like the amulet and all this. No, shit. it doesn't. But like, this doesn't lead it to just, anything. It just upsets me when that rule is like made. Where it's like, oh, here's an obstacle they have to face. And then really? Ethan comes in and he's like, mm, just don't get caught. Use all the magic you want. Just don't get caught. An and I'm obstacle? Like, Why would you completely get rid of it all of a sudden? Why? Well, okay. So the deal is because all these, because the portal was open and all these monsters went to the normal world. Yes, this was the yet, tea we talked about. Yet we literally don't see any monsters. Even in the grocery scene where it would have been cool to just see two. Mm-hmm. Two pumpkin heads. I don't fucking know. <laughs> In the grocery store, cannibalizing. This place is integrated. Like, we don't see anyone. We see maybe a couple normal people in the Halloween world, which it's also like, what? Okay. The tea is that it used to only be witches allowed. And yeah. then now that Marnie opened the portal and they needed to fill their quota yeah, to so, get the funds. So they said, they everyone. Said, they said genies allowed, ghouls allowed, whoever. But then also, like, don't these other beings also have magical properties? Yeah, you would think. Because, like, Anissa can go into... She's a genie. Yeah, Anissa can grant wishes and do magic. Can't she grant wishes? She's a genie. That's true. And she, like, can, she go can technically do magic. Lamp. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then also, like, the trolls, can't they do, like, troll magic? Sure. Everyone can do magic. It's not just fucking witches. Yeah. Maybe, okay, ghosts maybe can't do magic, but they got other shit. They can copy. They can phase. Vampires? I don't know. Bats? It's freaking bats. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Marnie. Okay, so Marnie finds out that Dylan is enrolled there. He's going to be there with her. Mm -hmm. Aggie pops into Marnie's dorm. I said, I bet Demby Reynolds was pissed that she had to do this. And yeah, she's just here to be like, there are secrets, Marnie. There are secrets. That's like all she says. Yeah. I can't tell you that I gotta go. I'm I'm dropping your call. I gotta. I gotta she literally go. couldn't even tell her. Like I used to live in that fucking castle. It was me. She was so secretive. Like, oh, you're in that room. What? She couldn't have been. Oh, you're in my old room. I used to live there. Goodbye. <laughs> no. Literally couldn't. No. Literally couldn't. What? Marnie. Um. Uh. Okay. So by the way, the whole time. That all of this Halloween Town stuff is going on. The mom is at home losing it over the fact that she has no children to look after. Yeah. And she's having trouble communicating with them. Because she gave Marnie a witch's glass, like a bracelet. I said, which bracelet would you want? This witch's glass one? Or the one from Twilight? The bracelet that has her crest on it. I don't remember. You're too tired. You're loopy. Um... Anyways, Marnie meets Anissa, that's her RA, who's a genie, and is, like, the only part of this movie that I like. hmm I love Anissa. And I would have rather watched a movie about Anissa. I'm Anissa. Because um, she's just, like, chill, so I love that about her. Um, so she, like, gives Marnie the lowdown on the school and is, like, those are the Sinister Sisters, and, like, all the guys use magic to, like, impress them. Mm-hmm. They just don't get caught. Also, okay, so those th- out of the three guys that do magic there, I'm pretty sure I follow the twins on Instagram. <laughs> okay. I want to DM them and be like, hey, were you guys ever, like, extras in a movie? So this is interesting. Last week, Juan thought that 
a Halloween Town High character was from a porno. And this week, you think you follow the twins on Instagram. That's fun. Um, let's see. Ethan and Molly. Molly? Molly. <laughs> Ethan and Marnie apologize to each other. And this is for note, like, we have no idea what the fuck happened. Wait, what do you mean? They're like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Yeah, And it's supposed, to, I think it's supposed to be that they, like, stopped talking. But, again, there was no, they were, like, friends, maybe. But, like, there was no romantic interest in the third movie. So there's no reason for us to be like, oh, I wonder how they're going to be when they see each other I think. Talk. I think he's saying sorry for, like... Fucking being a little bitch and like helping his dad, because I don't even think they ever. I don't ever think they got to apologize. I think that's why he's saying I'm sorry. But why wouldn't he apologize that night at the fucking festival or whatever? Because he said I'm out. Yeet. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because he's like my dad's in prison or whatever. Yeah, my dad's in prison. I gotta go. Um. So, anyways, that's a weird thing. Um. I have to turn my page. Um, let's see. We meet Professor Periwinkle, who is the, uh, I would say, the only other part of the movie I like other than Anissa. She is the Grandma Aggie stand-in. Yeah. And apparently she was going to be Grandma Aggie until Debbie Reynolds said, Which, again, is very, this time, very apparent because the mannerisms are all there. Yes. She is basically playing Grandma Aggie, but, like, with a new name. Yeah. Uh, we meet that snot boy troll guy. With, yeah. Again. Um, Dr. Grog. Who is very, like, woke in his own right. Dr. Grog in his class, um, he has, like, all the kids write a paper and then... Yeah, and this is where we can start seeing the bias that happens in the faculty. Yeah. We can see that Grog is, like, against her, the principal's against her. Who else is against her? The world. The world is against her. But no, like, because he's very much, like... We see that there's magic going on because one of the sinister sisters is doing magic to write her essay. She puts a hex on Marnie's paper. And then she hexes Marnie's paper and the professor's probably like, well, it looks like you were using hexed paper, so you're in trouble. Um, Ethan gives Marnie flowers, which we later find out because we... I don't even care that he did it. It's not like... I just fucking hate him because he's supposed like to, he's supposed to be like impressing her by doing magic and giving her these flowers. But, but later we find out that he can't. He can't do magic. Spoiler: he he can't even fucking do magic. Because what? Well, it's not that he can't do magic. When his dad yeah, got in yeah, trouble yeah. and his magic got taken by the Cromwells, he renounced his own magic. So he fully could have used magic still. Whatever. He just chose not that's to. That's fine. And that's fine. No, it's not. He's so stupid. Okay, but if, if he's going to be his... if he's going to be out here pulling stunts and mean like, "Look at my magic slide of hand." If that was his choice then like why mm. Oh god. If that was his choice then like why not just be like, "Yeah, I gave it up." Why not be proud of that? He's like proud of everything else. He's so fucking confident in this movie, but not about this. They needed a plot device. Um, the Chancellor tells Marnie... The Chancellor. ...that all spells, uh... Become permanent become at midnight. Become permanent on midnight. At on Halloween. Yeah. So, for some that'll reason, come into play later. Because that's, for some reason, brought every, up out of nowhere. And that's in, like, every movie all the time. At midnight. Why? Um, we're suddenly in, like, an archaeological dig class, and there's... Yes. 
What? A box labeled S. Cromwell that Cromwell that like arises and goes to Marnie, and everyone's yeah. like, "You did magic," and she's like, "The fuck? It came to me." Also, okay, again, what kind of class? I don't know what the fuck is going on here. This entire movie makes no sense. Because well, yeah, well, we just we're just jumping from fucking thing to thing here. There's no connective tissue. The Chancellor and the Sinister Sisters are... We, this is when we find out that they're in on the Silas Sinister thing, and so is Grog. Yeah. So, they're bit all, by bit, we're seeing everyone that's, like, against Marnie. Everyone's horny for power in this movie. Yes. Um, the Chancellor asks Marnie to open the box with magic, because she's like, You're a Cromwell, so you can do it. And she's like... Open sesame. Yeah. Blossom sesame. Professor Periwinkle uh, tells Marnie that um, the The, S stands for Splendora. And that this castle used to belong to the Cromwells. Splenda sugar. Um, Then we get Dylan's iconic speed reading scene. This is like the only scene I remember from the movie. Because, yeah, like... It's his one time to shine. They're doing research because they're trying to figure out what this castle was. Or, like, what the fuck was going on here? Or what was in the box? He goes, I know what's in the box. Yeah. What's in the box? They make that reference. It's, okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he can fucking speed read, and that's the only thing he uses magic for. You would think he's, like, high-level wizard, because he has to, one, use magic to speed read, but also use magic to, like... He's casting some hardcore magic, because that can fuck up his brain if you think about it, if it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. He can just fry the fuck out of his brain real fast. Um, He's level see. three, baby. Level three. Magic. Marnie and Ethan. Okay, this is the other scene I remember. Is the broom scene where they ride the broom to Jesse McCartney's Right Where You Want Me. And I literally said, he likes feet. Ew. Ew, he also says, an appetite. I like that in a girl. I hate that. I hate when people say... I like that in a girl or, or a person. Yeah. Or like, I think, I always think it's funny when people are like, oh, what do you like? Well, I like someone with a sense of humor. I would hope so. <laughs> like, could you imagine dating someone who you're like, I don't, I hate when people are funny. Just don't make me fucking laugh. Don't make me even smile. I swear to God. Um, That's the biggest cop out. I just like someone with like a good sense of humor. So earlier we heard Dylan saying like, oh, he has a date. And we find out that Dylan... Is with the Sinister Sisters. All three. All three. And Marnie's like, you have them spelled or something. Yeah, because... Wait. So they can't even use magic to travel? Because they're like... Oh, we... We're off school ground. Yeah, they're like, we can't use magic unless we're on... Like, so what? They can only use magic... Ah, fuck this. <laughs> That's the summary of this movie. Just fuck this. Um, also, there's for the props they use fully like one of those Walgreens cat skeletons. When? When they're at the archaeological dig, one of the sinisters <sighs> just pulls out that fucking plastic oh, skeleton. You're right. When you can just get at Target. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Is, y'all really had to go this cheap on props? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? On props, the easiest thing to make sometimes fucking props. You really had to go this goddamn cheap. Also. A fully a full skeleton that isn't falling apart. Excuse me, madam. The connective tissue. Marnie yells at the Sinister Sisters. Okay, so she thinks that they spelled him. Mm-hmm. Which is likely. 
Likely. Um, and then later, Scarlet jinxes the broom that Ethan and Marnie are flying on. Mm-hmm. So they fucking... It turns into a slither, slither snake. So. Also, that broom. How wild of a broom. My next note just says something happened. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I honestly. I was like on my phone. I think I blacked out during this part of the movie, too. Next note Ethan bribes the statues. I hate this because. Wait, where are we? He's holding hamburgers and feeding them to the gargoyle statues okay basically what happens here is that she this is when she pulls the box out of the fucking thing and then everyone's up her ass about it being like open the box and then yes all the bullshit happens and then what happens right here i'm truly lost i I don't know what happened in that part ethan tells marnie that the teachers are using her this is when she doesn't believe him she starts being like which no, they're on my phone. Marnie would never. She would totally be like, I do. Like, everyone is against me right now. This, oh my god, this movie makes no sense. I hate this. I'm on my last page of notes, guys. Periwinkle <laughs> helps Marnie travel back in time. Yeah, because she says something and then for some reason she interprets it as like, oh, time travel. You're Didn't right. we do the time travel thing already in Halloween Town 2? And why does the time travel thing not look the same? The portal to Halloween Town and the Time travel yeah. portal look exactly the same. Where is the different animations, baby? Where the fuck? So she's here to talk to Splendora. Splendiferous. Yeah, whatever. and we see that in the past there used to be monster slave labor, where the witches were the hierarchy and all the other monsters were fucking just lackeys. And people with berries and cream ha- uh, hairstyles. Yeah, berries and cream. Um, Marnie is imprisoned because they're like, you look like Splendora. Okay, a finable offense. <laughs> And then Marnie talks to Splendora. She, like, teleports somehow. Well, well, no. What's her name? Miss what? The lady in the... The lady with the berries and cream haircut? No, the, the her friend. Periwinkle? Periwinkle comes to the thing, and then they hold hands, and they say, Actu Pararanipto, and then they fucking switch bodies? I don't know. They pull some shit. And then she goes talk to, she goes and talks to Splendora, the Splenda Queen, in her room. And she's like, get the amulet. You're wearing it. And then, yeah, and they're like, why do you look like me? You're having my face. That girl has my face. And then she's like, Splendora's my middle name or whatever. My first name is Agatha. I hate my middle name. I hate my middle name. And she's like, wait, you're Aggie Cromwell? And she's like, the fuck about it, bitch. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you're going to meet someone's grandma one day. And she said, excuse me? And she said, I ain't fucking. Um... So, yeah, it was actually Aggie. That's my least favorite thing about this movie, is that the iconic role created by Debbie Reynolds, the last time we see any form of Aggie, Mm -hmm. it's Sarah Paxton. (laughs) Sarah Paxton had to really take every slot in this movie. She should have just played every character. (laughs) That's the funniest thing. I would love that if she just played everyone. Nutty professor she pull, style. She, she pulls a fucking Norbit. Yeah, Norbit. Um, anyways, uh, back in the mortal world, um, it's Halloween because time passed. Mm-hmm. It's been 86 years. Um, the Chancellor is evil. Spoiler. Everyone's fucking working with Silas Sinister. Crazy. Yeah, she gets... Yeah, so basically what happens is like... Wait, what's going on? It's like Halloween and they're like, we're gonna... Oh, is this... Is they want to make everything permanent. Okay, yeah, okay, wait, wait, wait. 
So yeah, she talks to Aggie and she and then at Grandma Aggie. This is also the shit about Grandma Aggie. She's like, cease, do the hokey pokey. Oh yes. Damn. Yeah. She like commands her and her voice drops like 17 octaves for some reason too. Mm-hmm. Um and that's when we learn that learn that the power is to the power. Because we learn that witches can't control people. That's like their one thing they can't force control over people. But the amulet lets them control anybody. Any monster, any witch, anything. And so that's the power that they're looking for. That's the power, the power of pine soul baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so she tells her the only safe place for this key is in the future. Which, idiots. Idiot. Why the fuck? Why would Marnie not be like, they're making me figure out how to open this box? Connect the dots, sis. And then Dylan becomes a dog. Um, yeah, the sin he the he the, the sinister scissors make him bring him mutton like the fucking turkey legs, which I'm like, ooh, yummy. <laughs> and then they turn him into a dog, and he runs away. And then Dylan and Ethan. Okay, wait, sorry. Then mom shows up. She's like, because Marnie's like, mom, I need you, and she's like, I'm fucking here, steel condor. And then she shows up, does a Wonder Woman spin, changes her outfit to something sexy, and she. Yeah, then Marnie gets sucked into the computer, like an episode of fucking Cyber Chase. Yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> when they're trying to, like, what are they trying to Google? I don't know. It's like her and Anissa and the mom, right? Oh, they're trying to look something up. Something about, like, they're looking some. Yeah. They're trying to find Dylan. In the computer? They're trying to pull some fucking spell. I don't know, some bullshit. Pixel perfect? And then she gets pixel perfected into the computer yeah. and then she pops out in the sinister layer. With Dylan and Ethan there. And then it turns out Ethan was a quadruple triple agent, some bullshit. He's again working with the bad guys. But Wait, not really. Is that really what Yeah, the bad guys use them and then for a second we're like, Ethan's been evil the whole time again. Oh yeah, they were like Oh, I thought they were just saying that. I didn't think he was actually part of it. They were saying it, but for a second, you almost believe it, where it's oh, like, okay. wait, what the fuck? Oh, okay. And then he was like, no, I was just trying to find him. And they were like, yeah, he was just uh, helping us find your brother, which helped us find him, which oh, helped okay. us find you. Um. So then Marnie has to become a queen. This is what they want. The Dominion, that's the whole evil group that Silas and them are. Yes. They want Marnie to become the queen so that she can make everyone their slaves. Yikes! Saying that word in a movie. They want, yeah. They want witch supremacy, which means like. Yikes! You're right. They want witch supremacy. Yeah. And um, so she has to do what they say if she wants to get Dylan back to human form. Mm-hmm. Um, and she agrees. She's like, "Yep, on one condition, Anissa does my makeup and I get to wear this dress." Yeah, and so they do it. She goes through with it, and then she becomes like the ruler of everyone and everyone has to listen to her and then she says now anisa yeah because they you see in the audience well first she's like turn dylan back and then they'd say what the power of three why did they take three of them whatever three witches for a conversion spell are you kidding me for a transmutation spell how fucking weak do you have to be anyways like yeah they turned dylan back into a person so that's avoided and then she says all right, Halloween Town people, I'm your master. Do the hokey pokey. Why does she sound like Arnold? Who knows? But then, yeah, she says, No, Anissa. No, Anissa. Literally in that voice, they're like, No, and then Anissa. They destroy the amulet. And then she says, Yeah, 
with the power of the amulet, I command all of you to destroy the amulet. And then the mom and Dylan go, the power of three. Yeah. With with Marnie. Yeah. Like, what, they couldn't do that already? I don't really understand. And then the bad guys just leave. They fucking just dip. Why is no one questioning anything that's happening? Why is no one like, what the fuck? They said, and there's my ride. Yep. And then at the very end, turns out Priscilla, queen of the desert, was a fucking cop. Who? Periwinkle? Oh, Periwinkle. Periwinkle was fucking undercover She's like, I've been undercover for 500 years. Yeah. She was trying to fucking snatch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote it down. She's of the Anti-Dominion League. And she arrests them. Um, And then Marnie doesn't know that Ethan was mortal, so she finds that out. Mom lets Marnie stay at Witch University. Mm -hmm. Dylan finds the amulet in his book. Yeah, because the mom's like... The mom's like, well, because doesn't he say, like, whatever happened in the end? They're like, where'd you put it? She and she's didn't... like, she probably gave it to someone she trusts very much. I thought it was going to be at Grandma Aggie. Or, like, that's when Sophie shows up? Yeah, she's like... That's how you make a fucking movie, guys. Where Sophie shows up at the end, and then the next movie's all about Sophie. That would have been some fucking tea if she showed up with the amulet around her neck, and she's like, hi, guys. Or she finds it, and her and Grandma Aggie are like... <gasps> mm-hmm. <gasps> <laughs> oh. Yeah, she falls, falls down. But no, we get this fucking shitty ending with her dancing with Luke or whatever his name is. Ethan, it's a pointless movie. I don't understand Done. why this was made except to just You can't even say like make to money. make money because they don't make profits off of these movies. What the Ex- f- unless people what are like paying point? to be ads on this, but these Disney Channel shot. I know. Anyways, um, let's get into IMDb reviews for the movie. Fuck this movie. <laughs> IMDb. 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 Oh dear God, damn it! Anyways, I chose one review. Great. That should sum everything up, I think. Because all of them were literally the exact same thing. The majority of the reviews, let me tell you about this. The majority of the reviews were like, why is why is Kimberly J. Brown not in this movie? Everything sucks. Sarah Paxton, get the fuck away from me. Go play Rogue. Sarah Paxton wasn't Rogue. Anna Paquin. <laughs> Anna Paquin was Rogue. Okay, I don't care for Sarah Paxton now. I love Anna Paquin. Anyways, yeah, part of it was like, why is Kimberly J. Brown not into this movie? The second part of the reviews were like, why the fuck are they calling her Piper? Because They did that in the third one, Because too. people are fucking idiots and they don't understand that Piper is like her mother's maiden name. No. It's her Married dad's. Married name. His dad's, her dad's maiden yeah, name. the mom's name is Cromwell. And then Cromwell is her, like, hereditary name. And people are so like, maybe learn how to fucking family works. Okay, idiots. Anyways, so there's that. So those were literally the majority of it. Here's the one review that I like because it made me chuckle. It's called Return to Halloween Town. Iconic. Iconic. One out of ten stars. Spoiler warnings. Written by Super Angel underscore 137. In 2008. I'm a super angel. Yeah. I, and the reason I like this, just listen. 
It was I digress a Halloween town, and Sarah Paquin sucked really bad, and Kimberly Jane Brown fit the character of Marnie way better than Sarah, and what did happen to Sophie, the youngest sister? And it's Cromwell's. Piper is Marnie's middle name, I believe, and I hope Sarah Paquin doesn't come back. That Kimberly... That Kimberly Sarah Paquin? Sarah Paxton. That Kimberly comes back, she is a ten times better than Sarah. They should have waited for her to come back from making her other movie, she Big Bad either. Wolf. I think... I straight up think Dizzy, like, created this thing that she was doing. Like, made up something. Like, oh, she was busy doing this. She, was like, she says, I was free. I was down. I was literally at home eating fries. <laughs> it was not bringing down the house. I, wait, what? Because Kimberly J. Brown was in bringing down the house. Oh, it seems that people don't know that. They're, it seems like people don't know their last name. In the... In, in the return to Halloween Town, it is the Cromwells, not Piper. I'm a big fan of Halloween Town. Of Halloween Town, I have to watch it every year this time of year, and I'm hoping that the director will read how many people are disappointed what they think of Halloween Town and what it has become, and and will get uh, Kimberly to play Marnie Cromwell. <laughs> Done. I just love the whole opening it statement. Really, and Sarah Baxton really sucked really bad. <laughs> yeah. And this and that and yada yada. The other review that I liked was called, I'm just going to read the title, Return to <laughs> Halloween Town, more like Return to Cheapoween Town. They talked about how it was really cheap. I got that. And those were the reviews. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, let's get into your tweets because surprisingly a lot of you watched this one. I don't know why. Big yikes. Uh, these are from Emily. At Emily Jean Palmer, starting Return to Halloween Town, and I've never seen the whole thing, so I'm in for a ride. Also, it costs the same to buy it as renting it, $2.99, but I still refuse to buy it. Good. Okay. Um, is this another new house that they live in? That's a good point. No, it's the same one. We didn't... I don't know about that. I think it's the same one. The neighborhood's just like cheap as fuck. They live in like a, a, a like developmental community, if that makes sense. Not all magic is good, Marnie. Okay, Gwen, you're acting like she didn't have to learn that over the last three movies. It's <laughs> a good point. Surprise. Um, they didn't even try to keep Marnie's personality and mannerisms the same. At least these costumes seem a little less party city and more carefully crafted like the OG Halloween Town. I could still be proven wrong, though. Uh, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Do people really think that Boogery Goblin is Luke? He's so much sloppier. I'm glad. E I did. I'm glad Ethan isn't as insufferable in this movie, but seeing him try to flirt with Marnie makes me want to curl up and die. Yeah. Agreed. Um, More like egregious. These are from... Thank you, Emily. These are from Grace. At that was so short. <laughs> That's all I saw. Unless there were more. Were there more? Sometimes Twitter doesn't, like, show everything. But that's all I see. Um, okay. These are from Grace at DivaGrace13. Grace! Um, the whole concept for this movie is just the weirdest choice. Like, why would you recast Marnie in the franchise that already has three movies? She's the main character, Disney. It worked okay in Xenon recasting Nebula. But Marnie Piper is such an iconic character that it's just bizarre. Sarah Paxton looks really... Really looks like a young Alexis Bledel. That's the girl from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Here, and I'm getting really yeah. confused by thinking she's an actress playing Rory Gilmore, who's playing Marnie Piper. 
Debbie Reynolds should have used her star power and gotten Kimberly J. Brown back for this. I'm surprised she didn't and been like, I'm not fucking doing this unless Mm -hmm. she's back. She probably had like a contract. They should have all done that. Marnie getting a note signed A. Wait, is this Pretty Little Liars? Anissa celebrating her first generation college status. Love it. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Are the Sinisters using bumpets in their hair? <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> Marnie trying to open the box did both the Bewitch nose twitch and the Dream of Jeannie had none. Yeah, that wasn't a trivia. I just didn't feel like reading it. Um, let's see. I've always had a soft spot for this Jesse McCartney song, but forgot they changed the lyrics to make it less sexual for the movie. What was the sexual part? It says, Baby, don't be gentle. I can handle anything. But in, in the in this okay. one, it says something else. So someone asked us before on our Instagram whenever we're at the airport, like, ask us questions. And they're like, what iconic Disney song is it? It's this that one. <laughs> this is the song that I was trying to remember. Oh, you hit me. They should have had that fruit lady be Harriet from the first movie. <laughs> oh. Iconic. If that was her friend Harriet. Or, I'm Astrid. Why didn't they call back so many of these fucking people they could have? The sweaty ghost. The vampire. I'm not very cool. The werewolf. Fuck the werewolf. <laughs> Salon guy. That, that gay. Um, yes, Periwinkle being an undercover spy. There were a couple of funny moments, but overall, the movie seemed pretty dull, and I just can't get over the recast. It, if it was a standalone movie, it would have been okay, but with the continuation of the franchise, it would have been better left unmade. Tea. Um, all right, these are from Ivy. Okay, so this is where things get interesting. Because this, these are from Ivy at They Call Me Ivy 12. Okay, Ivy says, Watching Return to Halloween Town, this is not my least favorite Halloween Town. Fight me. Let's go, bitch. Which one do you hate? The three one? First, Ivy said, wow, I can't wait to watch Gargoyles on Disney Plus. Because <laughs> of those statues. <laughs> Me too, honestly. Um, I liked Gargoyles. I was also saddened by Kimberly J. Brown not being in this when I was younger, but I still liked it because I love Sarah Paxton from Aquamarine. And then she said, Leila Ghost tweeted this. Um, here's your answer about the witch's glass. It can be anything with a reflection as proven by the soup. I told you this. I didn't listen. By going to college in Halloween Town, she would basically have to live there. By the time she got her degree, it would be like 200 years later and she would be severely confused. Um, let's see, let's see. One of the twins is Jocelyn from Minutemen, and that was one of the first things I noticed when I saw this as a kid. Oh, yeah. Didn't you? Ivy mentioned that when we watched that movie, I think. Um, do they not have roommates at this school, or are the Cromwells an exception? I think she was an exception. Meltdown on Register 3 is me every day at work. Oh, yeah, that's the grocery scene. Um, Anissa has always been my fave. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Let's see, let's see. Gwen is dressed like Flo from Progressive. Um, They literally just said classic book names, but put the name Cromwell in them. These parents' first problem is literally letting their bratty-ass daughter dictate the size of their house. Oh yeah, yeah. we we didn't mention that the mom is a realtor, doing, oh, yeah. doing her best. 
the, uh, this movie is the reason right where you want me by Jesse McCartney is on my movies playlist, but I didn't know until I put it on there that Disney changed some of the lines. Baby, take me on a journey. Um, let's see. The whole time difference thing is not a concept in this movie because Gwen would have aged like 50 years by now. That's true. What? Because the way time passes in Halloween Town. They've only been in Halloween Town for like a day. No. What are you talking about? Maybe Gwen ages differently, like Grandma Aggie. Because they're witches. They probably age oh, way slower. Maybe. Genetically. Um, Use your fucking brains, everyone. <laughs> Ivy, I get what you're saying. Um, let's see, let's see. I'm thankful that they never had dog, dog Dylan talk in this movie. True. Oh. Ivy just pointed out that the, cha- the like principal, the chancellor, is the woman who plays Troy Bolton's mom. High school musical. I never liked it. Because it says Troy Bolton's mom could not believe Periwinkle got their asses like that. <laughs> the costume department loved the spider accessories. Scarlet and Gwen's necklaces, Ethan's belt buckle. Um, she just gave it to Dylan after he's hated magic forever. I actually really like this one, but didn't consider the time plot hole until this viewing. It's still a three and a half to four to me. I can't wait to hear you all rip it to shreds and give it a girl versus monster rating. Oh, sis. Just you fucking wait. Um, these are from Enrique. <gasps> That's at Enrique VB Jr. Jr. New listener, new listener. No, he's been listening for a while. Um, okay. I was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> One's tired. Um, never had chance. Never had a chance to completely uh, live tweet you guys my reactions over decom because of work, university, and timing. But now I finally have time. Too bad it's for the fourth Halloween town. Um. Let's see, let's see. It's Aquamarine with brown hair. Sophie training with Aggie reminds me... Ooh! Enrique, speaking my language. Sophie training with Aggie reminds me when Willow went to England to train under Giles in Buffy Season 7. It's Aquamarine and brown hair. I hope every tweet ends with that. It's Aquamarine and brown hair. That's what this video is going to be called on YouTube. Um, the Witch You pamphlet is giving me Marauder's Map flashbacks. Uh, let's see, let's see. The sibling chemistry between Marnie 2.0 and Dylan seems off now. True. The bickering, like, not as good. Mm-mm. Um, the Dominion sound like budget death eaters. Uh, Dylan is horny for some witches. True. I'd rather... S- I'd rather prefer to see Sophie goes galaxy hopping with aliens over this. Um, never a prof. I think he meant never trust a professor that calls themselves Doctor G Unit. Never trust a professor that takes themselves that seriously. Is it me or are they trying to make Ethan straight? They are. That's what it was. Um. I don't trust any of these facility members at which you, I sense a great conspiracy. Oh, true. Look, it's the Millennium Puzzle from Yu-Gi-Oh. Wait, which one? Um, oh, in the box. <laughs> let's 
conspiracy. Figured everyone was part of this conspiracy. The second Marnie got accepted to which you, it was so obvious. That's true. Not for her grades. Not Uncle Marine. Not Uncle Marine. I'm still expecting to see Emma Roberts and JoJo show up in Marnie 2.0 to grow a mermaid tail. <laughs> These are all Aquamarine references. Where's Sharpay to retrieve her twin brother from flirting with Aquamarine? Where are Giles and the Charmed Ones when you need them? Aquamarine. <laughs> Aquamarine. Um, let's see, let's see. Slap her, Marnie. Scarlet and the other sinister sluts are over your brother. Yes, the sinister sluts. Let's see, I'll scroll through these. Boy, you tweeted a lot. Thank you so much. Marnie better have learned about the butterfly effect. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, because she went back in the past. Yeah. Um, these guys are making me miss the knights from part three. Did he really just say power of three? The, charm- the charmed one's ears must be ringing. <laughs> um, that was anticlimactic. Professor, okay, sorry. I'm just like really re- reading through this. I'm still expecting Ethan to kiss Dylan. I'm surprised they didn't plan a fifth movie. So the fourth Halloween Time movie was inferior of the four movies. The fact that Kimberly J. Brown was available to do the fourth one, but Disney still decided to recast will forever infuriate me. I give it a two out of five. You guys are so generous. Nice. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, and then I love this response, which was our tweets when mm-hmm. we said we're doing this movie if anyone wants to let us know what their thoughts and then megan at megan underscore gonzalez just sent that gif of mariah carey when she says i can't read suddenly i don't know <laughs> <laughs> God. um okay uh aisa at icedog49 said trash movie no kimberly j brown even though we know she was available to film no Sophie, so what's the point? And too much Lucas Corbeil trying to act like he was the main character the whole time. You were in one movie, sir. I mean, where is Luke? Disney, you tried but failed. And don't even get me started on those witches, the Sinister Sisters. They were so annoying. The school is a fake Hogwarts. Also, I never fully liked Dylan, but man, is he irritating in this movie. I literally have not watched this movie since it premiered on Disney, but... Damn, no, uh... but you remember all that? <laughs> but she said, I recall. Um, uh, at Bumblesweet said, I need to Google the plot of this one because I watched some video essay on Halloween Town and they mentioned it. Uh, they, they mentioned shit I had no idea about because I just pretend this movie doesn't exist. God bless. I think that's what we all do. Not Ivy. Well, Ivy. No tea, no shade on that girl, but like, come on, sis. Is the outlier here. Uh, that's how you know it's not a not a very like what is it called the the experiment is controlled yeah we didn't fake this because one person in the world doesn't hate this one so which is your least favorite ivy you gotta tell us that it's probably fucking three probably but i love three i love two i love one (laughs) minus two one three four okay let's go ahead and rate this movie what Thank you, everyone, for your tweets and for watching this. Sorry to put you through it. Sorry for listening to it. I feel like this is just a hot dumpster fire. It is, but let's rate this and be done. All right. I would give it a point to no point 
three or do we have to give it a number because i just wrote zero i guess if you want to i really okay mm. i'll give it like a half i'll give it like 0.4 i'll give it a half just because of anisa and periwinkle but that's it like okay 0.4 that's it i'm done <laughs> like i cannot anymore. good night all right uh let's give a shout out to the one the only just kidding we got to talk about Mara first. Wow. She's also a one and only. So Mara... There's a Wilson. There's a Mara Wilson in this world, but that's not the one we're talking about. We're talking about Mara Dixon, who is our friend that created our Halloween artwork that you probably saw on uh, all of our social media this month. We got a little spooky. Um, Mara... We should extend the artwork to one day because Dia de los Muertos is one day. It's November 1st. Mara made us look uh, like... Christina Ricci and Casper from Casper. So that's fun and we love you for it, Mara. Uh, you should go follow Mara on Instagram at Mara Dixon Art. Go Mara support, Dixon please. Farts. Like Mara's artwork is like so fucking cool. So like her Yubo project, I hated the Yubo assignment for our fucking class. But she did a goddamn good job with it. Like good job, girl. You really and did the Yubo Um and then of course you should also follow Iris who did the rest of our podcast artwork. And you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at CreamsiclePanda. And she has a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash CreamsiclePanda. And then let me know what my DIY costume looks like. Ooh, you can DIY. follow. Okay, you can follow us everywhere at PlanetWeirdPod. All of our links are at podcastfromplanetweird.com, as well as several links that are linked uh, in the description of this episode of the podcast um ways to support the show you can give us a rating on itunes wherever you're listening you can subscribe on our youtube channel and watch the videos that we put up there um you can listen on anchor uh and on anchor you can also support us financially sort of like a patreon kind of deal and um you can do that every month, and we want to shout out people that do that already. <coughs> oh my god, get it together. I mean, bless you. <laughs> um, shout out to Natalie Hernandez, Alexa Pratt, Emily Palmer. Got it. Got it that time. And Ivy Gobstopper. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, and <laughs> there's also links in the description to buy merch if you want to do that. Support us. Tea Public always has stuff, and there's like a sale every month. And we usually tell you on Twitter and Instagram when there's sales. So All the shirts should be going up by the end of this week, I promise. I'm just so fucking busy and tired. It's, it's the last three weeks of band, everybody. It's revving the fuck up, and it's like the worst time of the year for me. Okay, so direct all angry messages to Juan. Yeah, just fucking DM me and be like, hey, listen, you ugly little bitch. Um... But thank you to everyone that bought a Halloween shirt. Um, but like we said, there's also tea public stuff. Maybe we'll do more printing in the future when, Maybe it's, not, when it's not band camp time. Which is never a thing. Um, next week, so here's the deal. We were going to do Airbud next week, but then we thought, let's wait until... It's basketball season. No, until Disney Plus is out because Airbud should be on there. Um... So let's do one that's like already on Netflix because we have like a week or two before Disney Plus starts revving up and going. So we're going to talk about Race to Witch Mountain next week. The movie starring Anna Sophia Robb and that one blonde guy and The Rock. And it's on Netflix currently and it should still be in October. 
because today is October 28th. It should still be in November. Sorry. November is what I meant. So if you would like to tell us your thoughts on the movie, let us know. You can tweet us. You can Instagram us. Uh, you can email us. Podcast from planetweird at gmail.com or there's a link on our website. There's a little thing you can click on to send us a message. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Sorry if we uh, got really negative, but I think a lot of you don't like this movie, so should be fine, I feel like. Um, yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Send us pictures of your spooky costumes. Uh, we'd love to see it. Anything else you want to say? This is where you can say be safe and all that stuff. Oh, be safe on Halloween, everybody. Check your candies. Don't check it, just fucking eat it. Remember, people are giving out all of their good marijuana and putting it in the candy. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking people are just going to give away their edibles because those are not cheap. And Wait, not expensive. <laughs> just they're giving out weed candy. And just, you better watch the fuck out because you don't want that. Um, this is Megan Rapino signing off. And the, and, the, and, the, and the Halloween spirit. Thank you so much. For um, hanging with us this Monstober. And um, one last time, let's give it up for Kimberly J. Brown. Woo! Fireworks! The real Marnie. All right. See y'all later. Goodbye. Add me on Pokemon Go. Jesus.